0: the bulletin we are set for the bulletin Matt Hunter is going to join us in just a moment or two we normally cover a variety of sports we're going to drill a little bit deeper into the Cricket World Cup today he is from the maximum cricket podcast Matt just a moment but football fans I'll give you the Champions League scores they're all in the book. they've uh, wrapped up for today shout out uh, Donetsk have beaten Royal Antwerp by three goals to two. Uh, Atletico Madrid, who can now score goals these days. They've beaten uh, Feyenoord of the Netherlands by three goals to two. Uh, a little draw between Dortmund and Milan in Dortmund. Uh, Lazio have beaten Celtic by two goals to one. That's great news for me. Roberto at Bongusto is going to be happy. Um, I might pop him for a coffee. Um, Barcelona have beaten Porto by one goal to nil. Uh Manchester City back to winning ways, three goals to one over RB Leipzig. Uh, that game played in Germany, while young boys, the most uh, awkward name in all of sport, uh, have beaten a Red Star, Star Belgrade. Sorry, they haven't. They've drawn two all, two all between Red Star Belgrade and young boys. But the story of the day is Newcastle United, their first Champions League game in some 20 years at home, have beaten the might of Paris Saint-Germain by four goals to one. So there you go football fans you've got your fix. This is the Bulletin and we are joined by the aforementioned uh, host of the Maximum Cricket Podcast, Mr. Hunter. Matt Hunter, welcome to the show. How you doing? Um, very well thank you. Thank you for having me. Very excited
1: for the uh, upcoming World Cup.
0: Oh mate, fizzing. Fizzing! Now you, you're a very fine cricket in mind. You can take a nice broad approach at this. So if you look across all the 10 teams at this tournament, if there's two or three sort of big storylines, what sticks out brighter than the rest?
1: Um, it does feel like it's India's World Cup to to win or lose. Um, they've got uh, all all the bases covered. They've got uh, one of the best betting lines around. Um, they've got a very good spin attack. They've got all-rounders. They've got Jadeja. They've got uh, Harapandir. And they've got uh, one of the world's best pace attack in um, Bumrah and Mohamed Siraj. Whereas if you look at a lot of the other sides, um, they've all got holes, uh, whereas India do not have holes. Uh, and they're at home. So you, you would say that they would probably win the whole thing. Yet we've been saying that for the last uh, 10 years, since the last time they won the World Cup, where they've, they're always coming in hot, Um, but can they overcome the pressure? Can a side like New Zealand turn the screws on them, just like in 2019? Um, And can they do it in the backyard? If they lose a couple early, will the pressure become too much? That's probably the biggest question for mine. Um, Yeah, that'd that'd be the biggest one for me.
0: You were very right about the way you articulate the strengths of that Indian side. The kryptonite has been playing New Zealand at ICC tournaments. Uh, Long may that continue. We all say... Uh, but I, I think a lot of sort of transient cricket fans look at India, the conditions especially, and think, oh, spin, 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 spin. It's not the case. Uh, and I think you've, you've pointed this out quite well. There's such a balanced attack, and swing and seam is so very important to how they've gone about just in this last cycle at home to winning one day games
1: yeah it, it is quite ironic because you watch you watch a test series over there and, and they both turn on butts and burners and, and it turns square and, and the scores aren 't very high but then you it's a white ball game and you're right the ball does swing around early um, I know it's different conditions, but um, very recently obviously India like skittled um, Sri Lanka f- for fifty in, in Sri Lanka with their pace attack Siraj taking five or six I believe so um, yeah the new ball is going to be key and i think I think New Zealand has that face is covered with Henry and Bolt. Um, that's definitely a new ball pairing as good as anyone in the world. Um, and I think that the key is going to be once that ball stops swinging can New Zealand still take wickets through their middle? Um, for whatever reason Lockie Ferguson isn't the same bowl he was in 2019. Yeah. Not not sure if it's injuries, and not too sure why, but um, can Sodi and Santa, Santa, as good as he is, he, he, he's, not a, he's not a pure wicket-taker. He's a, he's a one for 45 off his 10. He, he restricts. So I think Sodi is going to be quite key for New Zealand through those middle overs. Can he can he take wickets? Um, because if you don't take wickets through the middle, that, that last 10 is is, is a blah-blah um, for, for
0: most sides. <laughs> Hit really a small grounds two over there. If you don't get it right at the end, it can be. Can get real, real ugly, ugly, real quick. England, chances of them going back to back. England's a funny
1: one because uh, you look at their side, and I don't, I don't think they're as strong as the 2019 team. Um, I don't think they're bowling attack is as good as it was uh, four years ago, the missing Archer, uh, the missing Liam Plunkett who's in the States now, uh, he was very valuable in the middle overs, Archer obviously very good at the top and the back end um, but they do have a lot of experience and their batting line is um, I mean it's electric all the way through, they got a lot of all rounders, <clears throat> um, there was that game they played against uh, New Zealand was the second or the third one day where we knocked off, knocked off the top order and they still managed to get a good score because they had Livingston they had Carr and have guys coming at seven and eight They can still um, hit it. So I think if I was in there and I was playing England in a knockout game, I'd be very, very nervous. Um, they're probably the two teams that have a realistic shot of winning it. Um, but yeah, I, I still think that the bowling attack is a little weaker than the 2019.
0: Are you like me, Matt, here, um, that you just never trust an Australian cricketer? and that's a compliment to them. You just never trust them. You can't discount them, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it does come around, because we always talk about New Zealand being a tournament team where you think that they're going to be... They they come right. But I guess Australia is sort of like that on steroids, aren't they? Because they do always turn turn up, and they actually sort of win, uh, not to sort of rub salt in the wounds too much for us. But... um, yeah, Australia haven't travelled too well going into this World Cup. They've, they've lost Travis Head uh, on the well. He's going to be missing for five six games, and then um, obviously Ashton Agar, he's he's been ruled out, um, which is it was their second spinner. So they're only going in with Zampa, who is world class, and Glenn Maxwell, who is uh, probably a good part timer. I would say so. Um, I'm not sure they're tracking that well, but like you said, it is Australia. Um, you, you can't rule them out, but I'll, I'll have New Zealand just pipping them.
0: Yeah, I've got the, I, you know, if you'd force my hand too, um, and I've flip-flopped a fair bit over the last couple of days, but I think India, dead cert to make a semi-final. England's the next best in, to be a dead cert. Then it gets a little bit clouded for me. Uh, I'm not as high, on high as Australia as others, but it, it would not shock me at all if they got through. Pakistan, though. Maybe I'm buying too much into the narrative. I would lo- imagine Pakistan winning in India. I'm I'm serious. Like, like how incredible would that be? The
1: conspiracy theorists would, would suggest that that'd be impossible, but that would be a hell of a story. Um, I think from Pakistan, they um, you could tell me that they, they won it, and you could tell me they finished tenth, and I'd believe either of those. Um, they have, <laughs> they are rocks and diamonds, and they are. They are electric. Um, they're out, they're on fire. They are missing N- Nasib Shah, who's a massive loss uh, for them yes. um, with with the ball. But they've got their ceiling as a side is I would say higher than the rest. Like obviously you, you said, England, England and India that one and two respectively, and I think the rest are sort of fighting out for three and four. But I think I think Pakistan have a chance if everything clicks that they could go all the way. Um, whether that happens is probably another question. Um, whether they're allowed to in India is probably another question altogether. Um, but I think, yeah, no, I'm um, very excited to see Pakistan in action.
0: Matt, let's finish off with this one. How many wins to make the semifinals? And do New Zealand get what they need to make said semifinals?
1: Uh, well, I think New Zealand snuck in in the 2019 World Cup with five wins and a no result. So I think six wins, it does feel like the number. So, you know, six out of nine, that's that's not easy. So only three losses. So um, does New Zealand sneak in? Yeah, I'm going to have them in there. Um, I think they're just tracking nicely. I think Kane, um, if we can get close to 2019 um, for me he looked very good in the warm-ups. He's our spiritual leader. Um, Just having him in the sheds, I, I think... I think we'll get it done. I think we'll get to third or fourth, and from there, you just you just never know.
0: Matt, appreciate your time. Really do. Uh, enjoy the long nights ahead, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for having me.